Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Outkick 360 across the Outkick network. No PK today. He is back tomorrow. Looking forward to that. Alongside Chad Withrow, I'm Jonathan Hutton. Tennessee Power Hour is here. And we have a vol coming on the show in about five to six minutes, Chad. As I look at the clock, we're going to talk name, image, likeness with a CEO of a company and a Tennessee volunteer. Current Tennessee volunteer. Yeah, Grant Ferking, who is a redshirt senior wide receiver. He's the CEO of Metro Straw and founder. Founded this company in at 15 years old, and it's a pine straw and mulch company, and it has grown into a multi-million dollar enterprise. And uh, he's got many employees. It's in uh, based in Atlanta, Nashville, Charlotte. And he has kind of become the go-to spokesman in the SEC for name, image, likeness because of his business experience. And uh, I'm actually going to be a part of an event. We're going to show it to you uh, right now, tomorrow night uh, in Knoxville. And Grant Furking will be there along with some other University of Tennessee athletes. Spire Sports is behind this. And uh, we're going to have an open house NIL discussion that I will be uh, leading. This is cool. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, as you can see, Outkick 360, a part of it. Old City Sports Bar. Hutton, you're familiar with this location. Oh, yeah. We were there for the Orange and White game Fantastic in the spot. Great spot in the Old City in Knoxville. Tomorrow night, 6 o'clock. So if you are in the East Tennessee area in Knoxville, this is open to the public. You want to come down, meet some Tennessee athletes. Joe Milton will be there, the new transfer quarterback from Michigan. Um, among others, come on by. We're going to have an NIL open house. There's going to be owners of businesses there discussing it, some University of Tennessee representatives taking questions as well. So I'm looking forward to emceeing that event tomorrow night with Spire Sports at Old City Sports Bar. And our guest coming up here in about five minutes, Grant Furking, will be a part of that well, event. Well, I, I think people hear CEO and they think, okay, sure. The, this has been going on for a few years, Chad. This is... Uh, a headline at The Athletic through David Ubbin, who does a great job covering the Tennessee Volunteers beat and, and a columnist for The Athletic out of Knoxville. This is from November 13th, 2018. This is the headline. Two-way player. The Tennessee receiver who doubles as a CEO of a million-dollar company. I don't know how you don't read that and not decide to click that link and find out more about Furking. We're, we're about to be joined by him as it is completely legal across college sports for a player to be compensated for his name, image, and likeness. That is all straight ahead on Outkick 360. I told you earlier how I watch Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers play yes. golf and it pisses me off to see how good they are at golf because they're so good at some other things. You are going to listen to Grant Furking and hear him talk about his business and name, image, likeness. And it, it pisses me off to think about what I was doing in college <laughs> at that age and know that this kid started a company yeah. that's now, he's got many employees across the region. It's one of the biggest pine straw and, uh, and mulch companies in the Southeast. 
to know what he's doing on top of playing college football and going to school. Uh, he's already graduated with his undergraduate degrees in grad school now at Tennessee. Uh, it's remarkable. And when you hear him, I talked to him on the phone before the show, I'm 39, he sounds 10 years older than me, just talking to him on the phone. So very impressive guy. Uh, looking forward to talking to him about all of this. And this is going to be a constant topic throughout the summer. I mean, every college football broadcast out in this fall yep. is going to have graphics about here are the main players for this team, and they're going to have the story from the sideline reporter about here are the biggest endorsements for all of these teams across the SEC, across the country. This is going to be a constant storyline, especially now that it's so new. Well, it's like the Miami Hurricanes. Dan Lambert, who owns American Top Team, it's yep. the, a big MMA gym. Uh, Jorge Masvidal, Amanda Nunes, who's the champion, uh, the Bantamweight champion for the UFC. I think a two-way champion now. Uh, they both train there. Big, massive gym. He is a huge Miami Hurricanes supporter. He is going to pay every Hurricanes player, roughly 90 players, $500. Is it a month? Uh, a payment of $500 this year to advertise his gyms on social media. So during the season, every player who does this will get $500 from the Miami donor. Now, how much more of this we're going to see just team to team? Not player to player, but team to team. That's something we can get into with our conversation straight ahead here on OutKick 360. Hang with us. But first, we let you know that OutKick 360 is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness, something preventing you from achieving your goals? BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. There is a broad range of expertise available. and It may not be locally available in many areas, but the service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime. You send a message to your counselor. You get weekly phone sessions. Uh, you can schedule that on video or on, on by phone so you don't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. And BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches and they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Visit betterhelp.com 360. That's BetterHelp.com slash 360. BetterHelp. And join the over 1 million people who have taken the charge of their mental health and help and getting the help of an experienced professional through BetterHelp. Special offer for Outkick 360 listeners, 10% off your first month. BetterHelp.com slash 360. Outkick 360 and the Tennessee Power Hour rolls on across the Outkick network alongside Chad Withrow. I'm Jonathan Hutton. Glad you're with us and pleased to be joined via Zoom by Grant Furking. He is the redshirt senior wide receiver for the University of Tennessee, and he's also the founder and CEO of Metro Straw, a million-dollar company, branches in many states, and he's also a college football player in the world now of name, image, and likeness. Grant, we appreciate the time, man. Hope you're doing well down in Florida, enjoying the beach. I sure am, no doubt. Thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. So, Grant, to sum things up, you know, Hutton and I 
when we were in high school, we were working at a golf course, <laughs> uh, picking up yeah. pine straw off the fairway in the green yeah. and cleaning carts. Meanwhile, when you were in high school at 15 years old, you decided to create a company that provided the pine straw to the golf course that Hutton and I were cleaning up as employees at a golf yeah. course. So uh, congratulations on your foresight and your success with that company. Uh, it really is a remarkable uh, success story from a very early mm -hmm. age, and I know you've talked a lot about it, but uh, congrats on all your success, not just with football and school, but obviously with your business. Thanks, Chad. You know, I appreciate it. It's been a, uh, it's been a whirlwind of the last week or so, and you know, I, I haven't really been able to touch too much on, you know, my business while also being a student athlete at Tennessee, um, really for the last four or five years, years or so since I enrolled at Tennessee. But, you know, it's just so refreshing now to be able to share my story with such a broad audience, be able to encourage young entrepreneurship, which is going to be such a big aspect of what this new GTF Enterprise entity is going to be. Um, it's really going to be an educational aspect um, of NIL and really just introduce opportunities to such a young audience, especially student athletes, about what young entrepreneurship looks like at an age like mine, while you can also be a student athlete and still have a social life, but also, you know, dig into, you know, the education aspect of, you know, what deals to go after, um, what to look for, what not to, you know, engage in, um, and then really have an also kind of branch of it that kind of educates the parents, because, you know, when you're dealing with 18, 19, 20-year-old kids, um, there's going to be a tax aspect of it. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of money flowing through these student athletes. Um, and, and, you know, don't want these parents to get stuck with a big tax bill at the end of the year. So, you know, we're really excited to kind of have a, an education aspect to also an action side of this GTF enterprise, um, which has branched off. But I'm just excited to kind of take my Metro straw following um, and kind of bring it over towards GTF enterprises and the, the Tennessee Vols fan base, but also SEC country as well. Grant, we set, we set up the chat with you by referencing the David Ubbin story from 2018. Yeah. And you were mm -hmm. a freshman at the time. To, to f give us the mindset of what you thought you would be able to do as a college athlete on NIL in 2018. You mentioned you weren't even able to really promote yourself. Versus yeah. July 1st, 2021 and, and moving <laughs> forward. How will we remember... Years from now, July 1st, 2021, over the grand scheme of college sports. Well, you know, I was actually, I was on the phone with, uh, with David earlier today. We were kind of doing a follow-up story on that. And, I mean, you go back to when that article was written and when he interviewed me. That was, you know, five or six months of compliance paperwork and hearing <laughs> back from the NCAA before we could even just put that article out. And that wasn't even a promotional, um, you know, article about my company. It was just sharing a story of what my day-to-day -day life is, you know, doubling as a CEO of a, of a company while also being a student athlete, um, being a, you know, a student in the Chasm College of Business and also having a social life. Um, and, you know, it's, it's kind of been a, a build up, you know, I've had all these ideas. I'm an entrepreneur at heart, you know, even at 22 years old. And, you know, it's been a constant buildup of all these ideas that I've had that I've seen, um, you know, whether it's myself or fellow student athletes of opportunities they can take advantage of. And I've just kind of keep my mouth silent, just kind of share with them in private about, you know, what I could see them doing down the road. And, you know, even up until last Thursday when all this became legal, you know, two days before and even the Saturday before, you know, I was doing NIL presentations in front of parents telling them, you know, in the state of Tennessee, you couldn't do anything with this NIL stuff until January 1st. And then, boom, stuff changed, legislation changed, NCA kind of changed some of their language. And it was, you know, Thursday, you can start. 
um, it's kind of a blessing. You know, we went on a football discretionary week um, starting last Wednesday. We had Altia Sports come in and do an educational session, you know, at 6.30 a.m. last Wednesday before we all left town because we wanted to get some of the information in before it launched and everyone kind of hit the road. Um, but, you know, it, it, there's so many ideas. And, you know, I was, I was with Jim from Influencer yesterday down in Florida. We grabbed lunch out here. And, you know, the biggest thing that I've seen with so many student athletes talking with them about NIL, um, and I've had so many approach me just asking questions, is all these players and these student athletes, they have a why in everything they're doing. They have a why because they're a student athlete at a major institution. Something got them there. They have a drive. They have a purpose. They have a, they have a purpose in their creativity and what they can do to go be a young entrepreneur and go start something and disrupt an industry, whether it's a product or a service, but there's such a big emphasis and they bring it to me, they bring it to others, they bring it to the third parties that I work with University of Tennessee with Altia Sports is how do I make it happen? How do I come about and produce a product or a service that my audience is gonna engage in? And that's what I'm here for. You know, my company that I just started, GTF Enterprises, we wanna be on the leading front of education and we wanna educate all these student athletes starting from when they were recruits in high school all the way to where they are in, in college or whatever institution they might be, division one, two or three. But we also want to help them be about action. You know, some of these guys won't know how to negotiate a contract. They won't know, know how to go market themselves to a company that's in their hometown that's wanting to represent them and, and do a commercial or do an engagement or do an appearance. You know, I share a locker room with these guys. I'm going to be playing on the field at the same time as them on Saturday afternoons. Why don't I go in and also be an aide to them and help them be able to negotiate these deals? I'm 22 years old. I'm also a student athlete, but I also have experience in doing all these things. So any way that I can be of an assistance to my own teammates in my locker room, other student athletes in Tennessee, and then other students within the SEC and the, the country as a whole is kind of what my goal is and how we're going to be unique, you know, with my age and my situation of how we can be on the leading edge of this. You know, your, your story makes me think of the opposite end of the spectrum for me. Like when I think of NIL, I think of a college athlete getting paid to send a tweet or getting get or paying to get on PS5 and play with a fan, right? Like I I'm I'm thinking right. of that interaction. How many how many athletes are there in college sports today like yourself that are entrepreneurs who are CEOs who own a business or someone who is in line to inherit a company? Like I, I yeah. Your story has made me think more big business than small payments. Right. right. And and that's the thing that's so unique about the situation, I think, is one of the biggest misconceptions about, you know, this whole thing. When people think NIL and, you know, I've even seen it, you know, on social media and through some of these presentations I've seen. Um, so there's so much emphasis on, you know, setting up a camp or, you know, doing an autograph session or, you know, selling your jersey or, you know, stuff like with video games. And really what this is in the grand scheme of things it is opens up an opportunity and floodgates for any entrepreneurial venture or, or opportunity that any student athlete sees for them to get into and this could be something as simple as you know selling your jersey that could be one avenue of it but this could also be someone has the next best idea for an electric pickup truck that they think is going to be best for the market yeah. and you know when i started my company I would have loved to be in some of these student athlete situations where I have a hundred thousand followers right at my fingertips to go market my product or service. You know, when I started, I actually had to go put flyers in mailboxes, do email campaigns, do traditional marketing strategies. And, and now these kids, I mean, even if you don't have one yourself as that follower base, you can go get 10, 15 guys, you know, within Tennessee that are other fellow student athletes, go pay them to be an ambassador for it. 
and go market your product. And I mean, you can have product in front of, you know, quarter of a million, half a million eyes and accounts like that. And that's just such a unique situation about all this. And most of these, most of these followers and people in these, these uh, student athletes campaigns and, and audiences are, are in their hometown already. They're in Knoxville, Tennessee. They're in Athens, Georgia. They're in Gainesville, Florida. And for them to be able to be right there and so many of them want to support these student athletes in any way they can, it's going to be such a big business opportunity, far more than just autograph sessions and appearances at the local Chili's or the local Calhoun's restaurant. It's, it opens up such a broad opportunity for these student athletes to be creative, you know, have ideas put in their head for them to be able to work on them, market them. And what it's really going to do is it's going to fast track these life skills that a lot of these student athletes would learn 10, 15 years after playing ball, whether it's, you know, professional development, marketing, leadership strategies, marketing strategies. I mean, all sorts of different things that they would learn 10, 15 years from financial skills. They're going to be able to learn that while also being an 18, 19, 20 year old kid in college and also playing football on a big time stage. And I'm really excited to see how that transpires over the grand scheme of things, you know, one or two decades from now. Grant, I want to ask you specifically about your new venture and how you're going to help yeah. student athletes out there because you're a guy, you work with contracts in your current job yeah. as CEO, you know about them. And the, for instance, I keep coming back to that could be detrimental to the player is, say the star quarterback of a school signs with the local Ford dealer in town. Yeah. And in that contract in the fine print, it's a 20-year agreement where they can't talk about any other car dealer. Then they get to the NFL as a first-round pick, and Mercedes wants to endorse them, and they can't because they're locked into a bad contract when they were in college. <clears throat> how can you, yeah. how can others out there help the student-athletes? And I'm not trying to say that student-athletes are helpless with this, but right. you know that where there's opportunity, businesses are going to be opportunistic <clears throat> with these players and try to <clears throat> lock them into some really bad deals as well. No, you're not wrong at all, and that's why I keep you know hitting home that the biggest part of our business and the biggest opportunity is on the educational aspect of it because schools like Tennessee, big time SEC schools, we have third parties that are helping us in NIL that we have contracts with that the school is paying, but the school can't be involved in any of the brokerage or managing of any of the deals that the student athletes go after. They can't promote us or help us in any way. They can just educate us and kind of have account executives there that, that are, you know, designed to, to work with our school and be our contact. But, you know, I, I've told many people, and I've had guys on our own roster who has hit me up already with contracts to look over and said, you know, I just talked to this guy. He's offering me this. He's offering me that. Does this sound right? Is it, is it feasible? Is it going to work for us? And, you know, I told him, if it sounds too good to be true right now, don't lock yourself into it. And also, if anyone right now this early on is trying to lock you into an exclusive contract for anything, then don't do it. If, if, if they're going to be doing that right now and they're not willing to re-talk about that same engagement or that same contract three months from now, then it probably wasn't something you wanted to get into. And, you know, that's why this thing is so important. And, and you know, being able to have someone look over it, give you insight onto it, give you advice on it, and then help you make an informed decision with you and your family, because this isn't just a decision that's, you know, just with the student athlete. You know, a lot of these kids are dependent on their kids, on their parents' taxes still. So the parents are going to be getting a tax bill next year for, you know, these hundreds of thousands of dollars. Some of these made major, you know, first round draft pick type of student athletes are going to be um, being presented to. So, you know, there's all sorts of educational opportunities that we want to be able to give to these student athletes. You know, and there's there's a ton of people out there doing it already that are doing it the right way. But there's a heck of a lot of people out there that are trying to take advantage of student athletes. And that was what we're trying to get around. Um, just our educational aspect of it. 
Grant Furking is on the University of Tennessee's football roster, and he's also the CEO of Metro Straw. They have branches in Atlanta, Nashville, and Charlotte, and what is a million-dollar company. And Grant, in thinking about this as I'm hearing you talk, you're in a unique position where, look, OutKick, Barstool, OutKick 360, any radio station out there, any media corporation, they can endorse, they can, they can have a brand ambassador for right. a, a college player. You're in a unique yeah. position where a college player could be recruiting college players to be his own ambassador for his company. Are you yeah. going to do this? We've already done it. We, uh, <laughs> we actually, right at, right at, right at 12.01 um, last Thursday, um, you know, I just landed, we got on vacation. I, I, throughout the day, we had been working on different things. We had to move so quickly on setting up our entity. Um, and then right at 12.01, I had engagements that I personally had signed with that I was going to start you know, promoting on socials. But what we did is we actually got content, put it together, and paid guys within our own Tennessee football roster to go and promote Metro Straw Brand. Um, which was so cool. And it was kind of so, you know, I wanted to do something unique and kind of on the leading edge, which is what we did. So we had guys, you know, I think we hit just over 200,000 um, followers between the people that, that promoted our brand. And then since then, you know, we've had guys like Henry Toho Toho, you know, a, a former teammate of mine, in fact, yeah. Grant Williams, former Tennessee basketball with the Boston Celtics now, go and promote our GTF Enterprise brand. And, and this has just given you a sneak peek into, you know, how far we're going to reach out and, you know, people that I know, people that I don't know, people that are coming to us, we're going to help them on this thing. We're going to be on the forefront. I'm going through it. You know, I'm playing ball. I'm in all the compliance meetings. I'm in all the NIL meetings, stuff that a lot of these agents out there aren't in. So, you know, I'm, I'm getting the, the first information that's coming out about the rule changes and then seeing it firsthand with my own teammates on what they're going through, how it can be tweaked, how it can be bettered and how it can be different to try to help the, the more student athletes to come with us. So, you know, I'm going to help guys find deals i'm going to get deals for them we have a lot of stuff i mean really cool stuff you know i ask you guys to follow along and, and the audience follow along because we're going to be doing stuff that's really on the cutting edge just in knoxville alone with some major corporations um you know nationwide that's that's going to be so different present such a cool opportunity just for recruits coming to knoxville you know once they once they sign with ut and get to ut it's going to help them um with their nil you know rating or value as soon as they step foot on campus because of the stuff that we're going to be putting on so is this similar to Mackenzie Milton and Derek King down in Florida with Dreamfield? Is this a similar concept? No, it, you know, we're, we're going to be multifaceted. And so that's why, you know, I think I'm so unique because I set up the entity myself. It's in my name um, through, in the state of Tennessee. And it's going to be unique because, you know, I have my brand that I managed to. And that's what this was originally created for was to endorse you know my brand appearances for me we're going to do golf tournaments we have donor events we're going to do all sorts of really cool stuff you know but throughout the day on thursday you know after i was on the paul feinbaum show and all these opportunities started rolling in and i was you know talking about teammates and, and that whole yard you know guys started coming to me saying you know grant can you help me with this you know and, and i just saw it's such an opportunity i'm an entrepreneur and i see opportunities and i want to move on them and i said how about we just work with teammates you know of mine fellow student athletes at tennessee fellow student athletes across the conference and across the country and help them be educated on this and help them go find deals. Let's do it as a team and let's go do special events together regionally. I mean, we're going to do stuff in Atlanta. We're going to do stuff in Nashville. We're going to do stuff in Knoxville. We're going to be all over um, and really be on the front edge of this whole NIL thing and really represent the University of Tennessee first. But we also want to represent the SEC um, and just all student athletes brands as a whole. More information on that at GTF Enterprises on Twitter. Grant, why pine straw? 
Can you take us through the the business model and the setup and yeah. and describe for fans who are, are are fans of college football but may not follow University of Tennessee that thoroughly exactly what your business model was at the age of fifteen and how you've built this into a million dollar corporation? Yeah, you know my uh, my father told me when I went to him back in twenty fifteen when I was fifteen years old. Um, and I was in tears telling him how much I wanted to work and I also wanted to play sports. And, um, you know, my dad's a, a longtime lawyer and he has always given me great, great advice on a, on a bunch of different things. So, you know, he helped me set up my business and he's always told me and told, you know, all my siblings, I'm the youngest of four, um, that they've all gone out and played college athletics somewhere. Um, and I really wanted to follow in that footsteps, but I wanted to be unique and also be an entrepreneur. And, you know, I was sitting there thinking about what I wanted to do. And he's always told all of us, you never have to, to make something or do something complicated. Just give consumers their next best option that they want when they go and buy something. And, you know, whatever they're willing to pay shows you how good your idea was. And so I went out and, you know, Pine Straw and Mulch is something that, you know, every homeowner has to put down through their HOA contracts. And then every business and every park and every municipality has to do to stay compliant with regulations there. So we went and so we went to commercial and residential landscapers all over Atlanta and we had one off houses here and there, but basically we just came to them and we're like, we'll be your sub for pine straw and mulch. You'll take a cut off the top and we'll go do the rest. And you can put your labor on doing major enhancement works, whether it's, um, you know, building a fire pit, you know, doing these maintenance contracts that they're involved in because they're paying their guys hourly. So if they could have some guy come in and be able to pay all our labor by the unit, which is what we do, they then can take a cut off the top, keep their guys hourly doing stuff that they budget on the hour and they bid on the hour and we can kind of disrupt the whole market. So that's all we did. And then we just said, we're going to focus on pine straw and mulch. It's that simple. And it was really an industry. It didn't have a whole lot of customer service. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of integrity in it. There's pine straw scams that happen all over. And we just said, we're going to disrupt the market. And I did it at such a young age. And that's part of my story now about you can go and disrupt an industry and be different and make noise while keeping the main thing, the main thing. And my you know, main things when I started was gonna be integrity and faith and customer service. And now with GTF Enterprises, it's just education and action. And also the main thing is also football. That's what got me there. And that's what got all these other fellow student athletes there. Now let's go use it and do something with it. And so when I, I grew Metro Straw, you know, I got to be in college and just kept growing and growing and growing. I ended up doing the, you know, the University of Tennessee. That's one of my biggest customers. And then we do stuff all across the Southeast. I mean, we go down to Orlando, we go down to Miami. We've been, you know, west, uh, you know, Biloxi, Mississippi. We've done some stuff in Texas and, you know, we do stuff all over Tennessee and, you know, Atlanta, our market is huge. So, you know, God's been good to us and we just keep growing and growing. Um, and, you know, the, the University of Tennessee Haslam College of Business has been absolutely fantastic and, you know, giving me opportunities to share my story. Um, and also, you know, it's teaching me so many different traits and uh, and stuff with leadership and management and, and that whole side of things. So that's a little bit on my company. Um, it's just kind of gotten me where I was today. I haven't really been able to talk about it at all for the last four or five years. But, um, you know, you can hear a lot more about us. And, you know, I'm just a big advocate of young entrepreneurship and encouraging kids to, you know, do a lot more than just play video games or just be involved in just their sport. They can really go out and create something for themselves and, and better their community and, and improve their customers' lives. Grant, we've got you on during the Tennessee Power Hour, so let's specifically talk about Tennessee because every yeah. program out there is trying to find their advantage in this new yeah. market with, with NIL. You obviously know the program well. You know Knoxville well. You know the state well. You know the fan base well. I think Tennessee mm -hmm. is in a unique spot with the size of the market of Knoxville, the size and the passion of the fan base that we've seen on social media <laughs> in the past. 
Yeah. What do you think about the possibilities in a city like Knoxville that hosts an SEC team and maybe what they can do and how you can shape things in recruiting with in-state guys and the value of staying at Tennessee and being in a city like yeah. Knoxville as opposed to some other smaller cities and locales that you have across the SEC? No doubt. And, you know, the state of Tennessee is unique just with its, you know, major cities. You go from Memphis, you go to Nashville, you go to Knoxville, there's Chattanooga, there's Clarksville. There's so many unique markets, and, and the Tennessee fan base is so special. It, it truly is the biggest and the best fan base in the country. Um, and the amount of opportunities that, you know, these student athletes have, you know, whether it's in business, whether it's in sports, um, you know, connecting these guys with, with people that are going to make a difference in their lives, you know, when football ends, because the game ends for everyone at some point. And that's kind of what, you know, we're trying to hit home so big on is we want to connect this, you know, huge fan base that is so great that supports these student athletes in every way, whether it's with adversity, you know, when they're having a lot of success rallying around them. We want to connect these fans, these business leaders, these donors. We want to connect them with student athletes now and form relationships that are going to be cultivated and bettered throughout their whole experience at Tennessee. So they're connected and in with these folks when they graduate because that's going to lead to job opportunities. It's going to be lead to appearances. So, you know, you can go throw the football up there with their sons and, and his friends at their birthday party. It's going to be going and eating dinners, you know, with, with business leaders and, and, you know, going to business luncheons at a variety of Knoxville restaurants and supporting those restaurants. So, you know, I go back to the fan base all the time and you see how great they are. They rally around anything. I mean, look at, look at the baseball team this past spring. They make it to the regional, super regional. It's so sold out that they have to do a big orange block party and you fill out the streets all around Knoxville, which was just so dang cool. And now you have a chance that these, these same fans that have rallied around and poured their hearts and souls and their, you know, their hard-earned dollars at the University of Tennessee, now they can directly impact that with the student-athletes in their day-to-day -day lives. So that's what we want to do. My, my number one priority is to connect these fans and these student-athletes together and make something really special out of it. Grant, you know there's going to be naysayers with anything. Uh, you've hit on yeah. the tax implications. That's one thing that people come back with. Well, now these kids are going to learn about taxes and all of this. Is it going to hit their parents? You've already addressed that. I want to ask you this example that I've heard from people. Yeah. you got a football yeah. player. He's got an event coming up. It's an autograph signing with a local company. He's making a good amount of money off of it. And the head coach yeah. schedules a practice at a different time or a workout at that time player decides, I've made a financial commitment, I'm getting paid to do this, I'm going to go do this instead and not go to practice or not take part in team activities. And then there becomes this rift with the coach, with the player, with the player and his teammates. What do you think about that scenario? How likely is that to happen? What would your advice be to a teammate that had that yeah. dilemma? You know, Chad, it's, so, it's funny you say that because I, I laid out that almost exact same scenario on the Paul Feinbaum show last week. And and that's going to be the important thing. And that's the educational aspect of it. Um, and people, you know, I've already had people come to me and they're the they're the people that don't really like the NIL side of things. You know, they think it's the downfall of college football. And, you know, college football, you know, as a whole is going to be affected when you have student athletes that are putting themselves and their brand before the real brand and the real intellectual property of what got them there, which, you know, in our case is the power key, the volunteer brand, um, which is just so special and what's going to help you elevate your platform even further. But, you know, on one side you do have, and I've, I've laid out this scenario many times, you have the puzzle piece, which is the student athlete who has grinded and built his follower base because of what he's done on the field, what he's done off the field, what he's done in his community. 
which has a value to it. On the other side, you have, you know, the business opportunities that are going to come in from every direction. You have the local businesses, you have the hometown businesses, you have the agents, the marketing firms, the PR firms, all throwing all this money at you with all this fame. And, you know, it's, it's hard to turn that down. It's hard to, you know, have money dangled in front of your face as an 18, 19, 20 year old kid and, you know, say no to it. But in the middle, you have that puzzle piece, which is the pageantry of college football, which is why people love college football. And in, in, in some cases, they like it a whole lot more than they do the NFL because you have kids that are passionate about what they're doing, that love what they're doing. And you have the marching band, you have the tailgates, you have the alumni that love, love, love the team, love the environment, are so proud of it, do anything for these student athletes. And when that puzzle comes together, connected by that middle piece, which is the university and the platform it gives us student athletes, that's when this is going to be special. When any one of those pieces gets above the other and, you know, the, the student athlete doesn't care about the head coach they committed to, to the school they committed to, to the 124 other guys on the roster that they're expected to, to be at practice with, that they've gone through summer workouts with, they've gone through spring ball with, they've gone through training camp with, and they decide, you know, me making a dollar is more important than showing up to practice and get ready for the, for the season opener. That's when this thing is going to spiral out of control and that's going to be the downfall of college football, which is why the educational aspect is so important that these student athletes know where their feet are and know that they are in college right now, that they have a job, which is to go play football every day and to do it for the university that's paying for their school and that they're going to get their degree, which is the most important thing of all this. That's something that's never going to be taken away from these kids. There's going to be a lot of kids that do not make a dollar at all off this. There's going to be kids that make you know a, a very small amount of money off this. The degree is so important because that's what they're going to do something with the rest of their life. And, and I, I, can't, I can't, you know, beat that home enough of how important the degree is and how important it is that they prioritize the school, the coach and their teammates before they, they do anything with going out and prioritize and making money and showcasing their brand. Grant, what was your first big purchase with your, with your million dollars or a million plus? Uh, well, well, you know, it's, it's, you know, my family has been, you know, extremely blessed and my dad's, you know, giving me everything in the world that, that I've needed to be successful. But, um, you know, being able to finally just purchase, you know, vehicles for the company, you know, on your own dime, not having yeah. to co-sign with anyone because you're 16 years old trying <laughs> to buy a truck and trying to get it financed, you know, that's just the stuff that's hard. You know, the government's always against uh, small business owners, especially at 15, 16 years old. It's not very easy, but, you know, just being able to do cool things, um, you know, whether it's stuff with my company or just, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer in investments and my brother's a, a financial financial advisor down in Atlanta and he's helped me do so many cool different things with this money I've earned. But, um, you know, I'm, I've been extremely blessed. God's been good. And I just can't wait to keep this thing going. Yeah. The, the only, uh, the only people who want to hear the, the kid's story for entrepreneurship is uh, shark tank. That's pretty much the only exactly. group that wants right. to hear the story. Right. Um, right. banks certainly right. don't want to, Hey, and appreciate so, sometimes. And sometimes they don't even like it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Hey, man, this is unbelievable what you've what you've put together, and uh, we're on board with NIL. There are some who are not, uh, but it's beyond time, and uh, we we've seen a shift change in, in the landscape of college sports, not just college football, but yeah. college sports altogether. Uh, and here's hoping that you'll be a, a part of uh, any questions we may have and conversations down the road with this, because we're just getting started and learning what's to come. Well, you know, I have a, uh, I've been a huge fan of Outkick. You know, I've listened to Clay Travis about every, every day since, um, you know, I've had a Twitter and I've, I've, during COVID, I listened to him every single day. And, you know, I was thrilled when I saw you guys um, start up this Outkick 360 show. And, 
you know, I'm honored to be on. I'd love to help you guys out, you know, promote you guys, promote the Outkick brand in any way I can because I'm fully on board with you guys. So happy to help. I can't, I can't thank you guys enough for having me on. It means the world. Anytime, Grant. Sold. <laughs> Same here, man. It's a deal. It's a deal. We'll work together. <laughs> Thanks, Grant. And I'll see you tomorrow night, Chad. I'll yeah, yep. See you tomorrow night. Look, look forward to meeting you in person. Thanks so much for doing this. Grant Furking has been our guest. How impressive is that dude? Way more impressive than I was at 22, and quite frankly, way more impressive than I am at 39 right now. So, got some work to do. Uh, we are inadequate. <laughs> yeah. We'll go ahead and sign off now. We're 12 minutes left in the show, so we got a little bit of work to do. See you guys tomorrow. Oh, Kidding. We'll be back. Yeah, we're coming back. Uh, what do you have up here? Oh, there it is. The NIL Open House. Yes, tomorrow night, 6 p.m., Old City Sports Bar in Knoxville. Grant just said he'll be there. I'll be there as well, and I'll be moderating a roundtable. Valus Jones Jr. will be there. Joe Milton on the football team, uh, represented from softball, golf, uh, different sports represented. Also, some Tennessee administration people will be there as part of this event. So looking forward to hosting that. Again, it's open to the public. It's free. Come down if you've got questions. There's going to be some local business owners there as well in Knoxville. Hope to see and meet of you a lot of a, a lot of you tomorrow at Old City Sports Bar in the Old City in Knoxville with this event. You can chime in, give your reaction to that conversation and the show. Outkick 360 on YouTube is where you can find the chat. You can also interact on Twitter at Outkick 360. Hang with us. Making it rain. Two bets in a row. Paul Kuharski, the 360 Daily Parlay is back today. And PK's not here, but you better believe we're riding the hot hand here. So good that he's placed two $5 bet parlays, starting with soccer. Now, if you're listening to this late, England's already going to play. So he's sent in two, so you can play along tonight as well. The first, same game parlay. England to qualify for the next round. Harry Kane, anytime goal scorer. And he's also betting to have over seven and a half, seven and a half corners, corner kicks from today's match with England. So you can join the fun on fanduelcom slash OK360. Now, if you're listening to this on podcast, wherever you download your podcast, there's another option for you with the Stanley Cup final tonight. And we're going boost for our second parlay. Steven Stamkos to score a goal and the Lightning to win game five. You find this boost at the top in the uh, bubbles and the options of what to bet at FanDuel.com slash OK360 and on the app. And if you're a first-time user, by all means, you should already have logged on, downloaded the app in order to get uh, these great offers. There's another one for you and another incentive. As Chad Withler would like to say, why have you not already done this? FanDuel.com slash OK360. 30 to 1 odds boost for this weekend's UFC 264. McGregor or Poirier to win. It's a money line bet, but as a first time user, new users only, it's 30 to 1 odds. The maximum bonus is $150, so you bet $5 to win $150. You deposit $10, and then you bet $5 on McGregor or Poirier to win. And what is the trilogy fight? The winner's getting a title shot. You sign up at fadel.com slash OK360, UFC 264, this Saturday, July 10th. And if you're listening to this on podcast, you can go ahead and start making fun of Paul for his awful pick of England winning because I like to pretend to be an expert on things I'm absolutely not an expert on. And I'm here to tell you, 
the Danes are oh. winning this and going to the Euro final. Uh, I'm a strong believer in the Danish. I'm a, both the pastry treat and <laughs> the country of Denmark and all of their athletes, and they are a team of destiny. Whoa. They're going to get it done, and we are going to lose They're that parlay. They're a big underdog today. We're going to lose that parlay because the Danish will come out on top. Last two matches, I do know this, against England, it was a one to nothing Denmark win and a scoreless draw the last two times they played. Well, you can't draw today. Give me Denmark. Okay. But you're betting the parlay with Paul. I'm betting the parlay with Paul in the spirit of OutKick 360. Okay, that's fair. That we all bet on the parlay, but I've also hedged that, and I've bet straight up on Denmark. Chad and I won last night. We all did. We all, uh, Jakob won as well on the parlay that, that, um, that Paul correctly picked out. Uh, Chad and I then doubled down as the Dodgers went to extra innings with the Marlins. And we tried to double our money, double our winnings. Always a bad bet uh, when you try to chase an extra win instead of just knowing when to step away from the table and live to fight another day. The Dodgers, top of the 10th, no runs. Bottom of the 10th, of course, you're starting on second. I love the drama of extra innings in Major League Baseball right now. Chad, a throwing error from the catcher, ball in the dirt, throwing error to third base. The ball goes under the legs. It's not an over-the-head throw. It's not a a terrible throw. It's not an accurate throw either, but can easily be stopped by Turner. And the ball goes under the glove. He doesn't get his glove down at third. It goes under the glove, runner scores, game over, Marlins win. And what we should have done then was taken that as a sign to right. stop right? because our luck was running out. But what did we do? Parlay. But instead, we, we <laughs> traded text and we said, let's do some low-risk, high-reward bets in-game. So we bet on the up, Washington Nationals. Up. We bet on the Colorado Rockies, down 4-3 to three to Arizona, <laughs> the worst team in baseball, to win uh, with the odds in our favor. They did not. And we bet on the Nationals to come from behind to beat the Padres with some high odds. They did not. So while we won early, we went 0-3 late. But we were still up on the night, so it's a win-win. Stanley Cup Final, Game 5 tonight. Worth a mention because we, we are playing that odds boost uh, with one of the parlays. Um, Josh Anderson scored two goals in Game 4 to force this Game 5. Tampa Bay leads the Series 3-1. It's thought that they're closing out the Series tonight. But they're on NBC, and that's big for ratings. I'm eager to watch this because for, for two reasons. Normally, in an article I was reading, it's about a 50% boost for them when they're on network versus cable, and they've been on NBC Sports Network. But traditionally... If you have a team from Canada involved in the Stanley Cup final, you're not getting a lot of eyeballs on the U.S. networks. So I'm, I'm expecting this to be the lowest Stanley Cup final since, what, 2007 was the last time that we've seen this? Uh, yeah, lowest Stanley Cup final since 2007, and that was when Ottawa was in the Stanley Cup final because you're splitting half of that rating with another country. Yeah. It's on a completely different network. What does it look like tonight? And if that's the case, the NHL is probably thinking, let's get this bad boy done. Yeah, NBC's probably thinking that. Yeah. We'll do better. Uh, NBC, uh, that's we'll right. do better running College Bowl with Peyton Manning. Right. A uh, new episode of that than running NHL Stanley Cup final. I am for Montreal because I'm for more games. I'm for the drama of a team possibly giving up a 3 0 lead in the series. For that reason, I hope Montreal wins tonight and gets it to a game six. We are back at it tomorrow. PK will rejoin the show as well. In the meantime, 
hit the podcast wherever you download your podcast. And if you're looking for a specific link, you can find that in our bio on our link tree. We hope you go to YouTube and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Outkick360. And as always, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook as well. Just search out Outkick360. Hit us up tomorrow right here, same time, same place, across the Outkick Network. Hey, it's Jonathan Hutton. Thanks for listening to Outkick 360. Be sure to subscribe to the show to have the latest podcast delivered to you each and every day. And give us five stars. It helps us grow our network and provide you with more great podcasts like this one.